0: Coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To with your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe DeVerge. They'd be great as- <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of What High School Did You Go To. I'm Gabe DeVerge. And I'm Chris Hatfield. Um, like we were saying before. We
1: did not expect to be talking about this, but Louisville always manages to find a way. Um, so here we are.
0: Here we are. Ten minutes.
1: Dorschen and White Sox baseball. I mean, I love to talk about White Sox
0: baseball. Chris, as, as we were saying at the top, we want, I want to make this clear. We were going to pod last night. We were going to talk about McMains. You were like, hey, Gabe, we 100 percent. We got to talk about McMains. Let's let's do that. And I said, I don't know, maybe. And then we ended up not doing it like literally at the last second. You're like, hey, I don't, I don't know if we're going to do that. <clears throat> and, and we didn't. We ended up not recording. Then, which is usually like how ninety percent of
1: our podcast goes. Like, <laughs> it, it, they happen on the third.
0: Schedule, One out of every so third podcast actually happens, um, yeah. and we did it. You know, so here we are after ten minutes. You know, the the people listening to the podcast, uh, they're not going to know we just spent literally ten minutes fixing this thing. Um, a Christmas yeah, yeah, miracle, going. as it's being said in the chat. So shout out to everyone. Uh, so Chris, the top story. Former U of L men's basketball assistant coach Dino Gaudio has been charged by the United States federal government with extortion uh, in in what is one of the wilder stories in our time at Louisville. And we've had our fair share of wild ones Um He was charged with interstate communication with intent to extort by the United States Attorney General's Office of Western Kentucky following the non-renewables contract. Charging documents released Tuesday said that Gaudio on March the 17th in an in-person meeting with Louisville personnel threatened to report to the media allegations that the basketball program had violated NCAA rules in production of recruiting videos and its use of graduate students, graduate assistant in practice unless the university paid his salary, an additional 17 months or an equivalent lump sum. Uh, Gaudio sent a text message to UVL personnel containing one of the videos he threatened to send to the media. Chris, it's been quite a day, but when you first hear the words extortion, Dino Gaudio, Louisville men's basketball, what's your what's your reaction? Take us through your emotions. <laughs> my
1: first reaction is how
0: broke is Dino got (laughs) it when I heard.
1: So when I, you hear like bits and pieces throughout the day, we heard bits and pieces. Like it went from like, I don't know when it was 9am. There was a guy in the Discord.
0: I don't know if he wants to be called. We're not. We're not. Gonna we're not going to call him out. I. I I'm glad who, we decided. We, we. decided we're not
1: who, going to. Who alerted me to the things? Alerted us actually. Alerted yeah. at everyone. Um. To. To what could be happening, and talked to some people. You talked to some people, and then we were like, "Yeah, this has legs. This is real," and we never really got to the fullest extent of what it was until it was released. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude on on the on the one side on the dino side that that's the perspective I see myself looking from is like i just don't know why you how dumb can you be like dude just just call espn be <laughs> like bro like Get me on ESPNU, get me doing. Give me some, ACC I, Network. I
0: know, I'll show up. <laughs> I'll show St. up in my basement. John's,
1: St. Bonaventure like <laughs> conference tournament games. Like just get me doing that, and, and I'll go back and I'll and I'll and I'll make my 60, 70 k, and it, it's good. Like <laughs> why? It, it's it's very funny. Then there's like the secondary part where it's just like becoming a local sports fan. Being a fan has became secondary. There's everything else. Yep. like I, I just can't sit here and enjoy, like a basketball game, or I can't sit sit here and just talk about, you know, man, I want to see this quarterback, or this guy should be playing over this guy, or this guy should be playing over this guy. I just like the happiest moment in the last like six months was Louisville beating Western Kentucky in a basketball game, and that is sad as hell.
0: Well, they, like they, beat, said, they beat Kentucky, but...
1: No, but, like, like <laughs> that was cool, but Kentucky sucked. Like, Western Kentucky was, was, was a bigger game in that moment. Yeah. Like, Kentucky felt like it was much more, like, anxiety. Like, if you don't beat them, my God. But, <laughs> like, it's just like, God damn, man. It, like, it's very funny to me. Like, that's the way I look at stuff. But I can totally understand the perspective of someone who is just like cannot do this shit (laughs) because it's just you know you know what it is like it's just another thing
0: no you're absolutely right it's it's um it's incredibly wild i'm gonna i'll go through some more of this stuff because i i want to like tell more of the story so you know i i I had heard i had heard that the situation between uh chris mac and gaudio was really bad at the end And it's just sort of as we can get this story, you know, like everyone has been joking for the past, joking and not joking for the past few months since this happened, that Chris Mack has been nowhere to be found. He's not doing press conferences. And this, you know, maybe explains a little bit of that. (laughs) But I did not realize it was to the point. You know, I I, I'm going to be 100 percent. I heard that Gaudio had mentioned NCAA stuff. He
1: made
0: a veiled threat. He made a veiled threat. I did not know that it was to this level. I thought it was kind of like, hey, this is, you know, this is I'm mad and they kind of just shut him up um, and just like you know chill out just you know cool off and that's you know that's what his you know his statements have sort of said you know he came um, he came out with a statement uh, with through his lawyer Brian Butler uh, said after 30 year professional relationship with Chris Mack Gaudio was shocked when his contract wasn't renewed and in the heart of passion made statements he wishes he hadn't made it is very sad day and he takes full responsibility for his lapse of judgment. Judgment. Dino has lived an exemplary life and has coached at the highest level and changed lives of thousands of athletes. It is our hope that people who know and lo- will love Dino will consider this lapse of judgment in the context of 40 years of making the world and college basketball a better place. So Gaudio wouldn't walk back his remarks because they were tape recorded, which I want to get to because that's weird. That, that's, a whole that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing.
1: It's like, it's like Chris Mag just recording every phone conversation he has. Because <laughs> if <you have> this-
0: <laughs> Well, it could be on any is. other people, because apparently he did, you know, he contacted others who weren't in yeah. Kentucky. And that's why it was the feds had to get involved. Yeah. I'm I'm with you where stuff I keep coming back to. is like the 17 months part of it is super weird to me. No, and that's such like, a random number. And then been,
1: <laughs> in, in all these situations where, like, that, that Lobel finds himself involved in. There's so many little dominoes that have to fall for them to happen. Exactly. Like if, if, if Dino's just, like, you know, just just give me three months salary, and I'll make this whole situation a lot easier, you of L's probably, like, sure, yeah, just go away, dude. <laughs> like, just, just go away. Like, hush-hush money, you know, whatever. Like but but to ask for you know
0: he's asking for like a half nearly deal. a year and a half it is you know 17 months which is you know a year and yeah. a half I mean, it's but, bizarre
1: because i mean i saw it on twitter someone has brought it up this is not my independent thought but like you may you may see a guy who's like younger you know, taking a gamble and doing something like this, but to see a dude who's the age of Tino Gaudio, like <laughs> sixty years old, setting himself up for potential extortion is just like I, I don't even know if he was thinking that was a possibility when he was doing these things. But it, it's bizarre. Yeah, it, it is really bizarre.
0: Got a note in the in the chat that uh, wasn't the from CR Nold ninety four. Wasn't the seventeen months the rest of his contract or what the renewal would be? Uh, his contract expired in they weren't renewing his contract so following the non-renewable <laughs> contract i imagine it would be yeah that's you know i don't know 16 months like i feel like maybe not quite 16 yeah because usually they're they usually go a, they end in april months. yeah they usually yeah, end in it, april um COVID may have changed some of those
1: things so it could have been that's a fair so maybe, that's maybe maybe it is a 17 month thing but but yeah. like that uh, even adds
0: like another part of it. it's like to add to this like the university had to cut i, I keep saying and i said this in relation to scott's Satterfield, you know, if he was asking for more money, it's like the the university had to cut 40 jobs this year. And like this dude's like, I'm going to report you guys for a video and some grad students, you know, helping out during practice. And then that's worth 17 months of my salary. And like we're, instead of you paying like two other people, like that's so it's I I it's just Here's the thing, like this sounds really bad because it's like the feds and then his statement is like, oh, you know, or his attorney statements like, you know, I, um, you know, I made a mistake or Dino was really upset in the heat of the moment. It's definitely somewhere in the middle, like this dude, definitely he was upset. He said these things and then he texted people about these things that takes a lot of that's more than just initial anger you know
1: and the thing about
0: the thing about dino
1: is he he was not shy to speak to anybody around the university Mm -hmm. if you wanted some news like no he was the source for a lot of people yeah um so i i imagine um he was speaking to a lot of people about the events that were going around matter of fact i know that
0: i Um, want yeah I, uh, no, have, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to get to the U of L statement when you're done. Go ahead.
1: Have you have you seen the Pat 40 column yet? It is a uh, banger.
0: <laughs> get, hit, hit us with the banger. headline. Hit us with the headline, Chris.
1: Is it time to hit reset on mobile man's basketball? <laughs> two federal extortion charges involving Louisville basketball in 12 years. Two other scandals in between. Would the world miss the program if it went away for a while?
0: Nick Nick Tank just injected himself with the words of that column. Um, I've just got to go see if Oh, here it is. I knew it. Matt Jones has tweeted about it. 40 with some strong words. Does Louis- the world really need Louisville men's basketball? <laughs> Oh, don't man. my guy. Do not ever try and run for Senate in this state. Like man. you just you get laughed out of this fucking city. Just just don't do it. Just don't do yeah. it. I'm glad you but, did.
1: Uh, <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> But on with what, you were, what you were saying. I just had to make sure I bring that up. Obviously, no, I think <laughs> are really interesting.
0: So. I, I think these statements are interesting in how confrontational they are. Um a statement for the University of Louisville, blah, blah, blah this afternoon. Um... Where was the line I wanted to point out? No, no, no. That's that's just a the detail. The, the Chris Mack statement. While I cannot comment on the details or substance of this matter, I am grateful for the professionalism of the members of law enforcement and the United States Attorney's Office. Uh, the university and I were victims of Coach Gaudio's conduct, and I will continue continue to fully cooperate with the authorities in their investigations. We take seriously any allegations of the NCAA violation of the Nerd Basketball Program, and we work within the NCAA process to fully review the allegations. Two things from that. First, just to get the NCAA stuff out of the way. This is the type of stuff, these level two, level three things. This is like University of Kentucky saying, oh, Drake said hello to this and this recruit. So we've got to tell you about it because he's a representative of our university, blah, blah, blah. It is that level of thing. The university pat the, the NCAA pats you on the back for reporting this kind of stuff. This is like literally universities report a long list of this stuff, just compliance wise. Like and you never hear about it. It's never going to be in the newspaper. It's just it just happens and it's fine. Second of all, I want to note of the fact that this man who has been friends with Dino Gaudio, a colleague of Dino Gaudio for n- almost thirty years, is saying the university and I were victims of Coach Gaudio's conduct, and I will continue to fully cooperate with the authorities and investigations. There is just an in between. I I don't know. I mean, we'll never know exactly. Maybe we will, because it might have been recorded. We'll never, you know, we we don't know what happened in that room in that conversation. Dino Gaudio definitely came into that room expecting to get fired or being told that his contract wasn't going to get renewed or whatever. The fact that so much can like go wrong in that period of time is just wild, is absolutely nuts. The
1: the the intrigue behind it for me is like, you know, the dude says something. Everybody says stuff that they they wish they would take back. And if a lot of the things people said were recorded, the world would be a little bit different place. Um, But the the premeditation behind someone saying they felt the need to record that conversation, whether it was just, you know, we're going to do this because this is a standard policy because we're firing someone, this conversation is going to be recorded. I, I have a hard time believing that this is the only time they try to do that. Like, I feel like this was damn near an investigation, them, them having a back and forth and them taking, you know, notes of what's going on here, recording these interactions and you know, moving on to the next step—that that is the intrigue for me—is like there's some real, real contention going on there.
0: It's it, it's absolutely nuts, and it's I you know, I don't know. I, I was listening a little bit to to Jeff Goodman on on Mark Ennis, and you know, he definitely said his his sources had sort of said. You know, things weren't great in the coaching staff sort of at the end of this season that there wasn't a, quote, chemistry was the word that he used. Um,
1: I thought that was clear
0: by the end of the year. I think so, too. And, 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 And I don't know if you listen to if you listen to Dino Gaudio go go on Bob Balvano's show. He sounded really tired to me. I mean, Chris, what I had been told was that. Gaudio was going to get offered the 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 director of basketball operations role. It was he was going to move to an off court role where he could still be sort of a special advisor to the university's basketball team. And he wouldn't have to do. I mean, apparently this was a really hard year on him. Dino's a Dino's a cancer survivor. He was apparently very worried about covid. Um, It was, you know, it it wasn't the easiest year for anyone in that basketball program. and, And him being chief among those stress wise is my understanding um yeah. so maybe just given sort of what happened um you know maybe how hard that year was he sort of was really taken aback by this i that doesn't give you a reason to i don't know that that's where i feel like it's one thing to be really upset it's another thing to like extort <laughs> like that's just that's just I mean, a huge leap bro it's <laughs> just so hard for me to
1: to talk about the conversation with so much seriousness because so many parts of it are just so funny, like they they are. They, I mean, it's it's very very funny, unequivocally. That the guy is like grad assistants are practicing with you. If you don't pay me seven, if you don't pay me seventeen months of my salary, I'm going to tell the NCA. Better not. Yeah, like like it's very funny.
0: And aside he thought, here, he had a trump card. I, and aside here. If the right hand man of the head of this basketball program is saying, here are the cardinal sins of video and practices, then let let this be this like the, the third or fourth headline Louisville basketball is not doing anything bad right now. <laughs> it is <laughs> clean as a whistle. <laughs> if that's literally the worst that my guy can pull out.
1: <laughs> Somebody asking the chat if, if Max seat is heating up. I mean, we've done podcasts on that. We'll do podcasts on that. Um, th- this season is obviously, you know, for me, the most pivotal season of his coaching career. And I think he knows that, um, yeah, to take, to take some of the leaps that he has took um, to revamp his whole coaching staff, to kind of revamp his whole team and reshape his whole offense is intriguing. Yeah, um, But for him to do that and, you know, one of the most pivotal years of his career says to me that he believes those changes are going to work. But yeah, obviously um, really big season in a situation like this, right or wrong does not add to it. Um, question for you. Was it purposely done yesterday to have the press conference so he could just not talk in public for a little while?
0: (laughs) That's probably it. Absolutely. Absolutely was right. That's that's probably it. That's I I wouldn't be shocked. But I, I think it also I mean, it does lend some credence to why he was away from everything for so long. I that makes sense to me. I'm not, you know. I know you and I have joked a little bit, excuse me, you and I have joked a little bit about, you know, how big a deal some folks in the media have made the no press conference thing. But listen, man, I don't hear that again. Like this is <laughs> there, there was a federal investigation happening at this point. Like, yeah. let's not pretend let's not act like that wasn't a bit that wasn't a part of this. Um he called Dino Gaudio an ex- excellent coach yesterday, which is funny to me. That is that. Um, <laughs> that is pretty, pretty, pretty wild. Because
1: uh, I I think, like, knowing – I feel like I have a pretty good, you know, understanding of who Chris Mack is as a person just because we've had some interactions and, I mean, just <laughs> his press conferences and things like that. I do get the sense that he could be a guy that kind
0: of holds some grudges. Would that would that surprise you? No, not at all. And I think that's what we're yeah. getting. That's what we're getting in that statement. That's you know this this dude's a member of the family. He he's he's you know I'm sure in a lot of ways is a father figure to Chris Mack, and the way that he you know messed this up, it, it, it's just it's it's wild. I mean I I don't know. Like listen, if this isn't if this is any other team. Like we're not, it's it, we're not talking about it in the Louisville sense. We're not talking about it in this. Oh wow, well, we're not getting the Pat Forty article. You know, can't, if this happens at Kansas, man, like we're not getting the Pat Forty article about it. Like it's just not, it's not happening. Are we getting the Jerry Eaves
1: tweets about?
0: It's a one. What do you say? It's a one party state. And we had to make sure that's hey, listen, he, he man. Thought, it is what it is. I'm not good. He thought he had a smoking gun. Uh, I, the Jerry Eves questions to Chris Mack were fantastic. And I, I loved, I, I, I think like Chris was top three, most like energetic in answering those questions. And I just wanted to note that I thought that was, that was funny to me. <laughs> if
1: there's any, if there's any man more petty towards Chris Mack than Dino Gaudio, it is Jerry.
0: Eves, right? Uh, it's Jerry Eves. How do you I mean, but like, let's let's, you know, I'm not trying to be a parent Johnson uh, here, Chris, but how does this affect the university moving forward? Do you think what like level of impact does this have on recruiting on the the team?
1: That's the question, man. Like, I mean, to me, I say that it has absolutely no effect, but I, I have to check myself a little bit and say, you know, I do think part of me saying that is being a fan. Because I I don't think it should. I look at it. I try to look at it through, you know, uh, I don't think Louisville did anything wrong here. But that does not really matter. The headlines are the the things that matter. And, you know, Dana O'Neill tweeted out something to the effect of after it happened that, you know, without all the previous stuff, this is a small situation. But with all the previous stuff, it is a ginormous situation. And I thought that was quite an overstatement. But just to see someone like that say something like that kind of did. I was a little t- taken aback. Um, I just don't know, like tangibly, you know, what the lasting implications are, because I, I still tend to think that Louisville at some point is going to get a postseason ban. So does this mean that Louisville is going to get two postseason ban because Dino Gaudio <laughs> okay. extorted scored at the university? No. So, no, like, it doesn't. Uh, what, what does it do? Like it, it, just tangibly, I can't say anything that it changes. Um, but it's not, it's not a good thing. It is, it is kind of like an interesting, like look into what's going on that you have, you know, phone conversations being recorded and, and, um, the, the, the bit like you pointed out the biggest violation that you could, you could kind of uncover was grad assistants practicing when they shouldn't be. Um, it does tell you that that lobo's being anything overly protective and they're doing yeah. things the right way and i i don't think there's many schools doing many things the right way and i'm not saying that because lobo lobo's Louisville. doing it because they have to if they didn't have to do things the right way they wouldn't be doing it either but you know it is what it is um but that's that's the thing right there i i can't tangibly say because this happened xyz is going to happen i and don't know what
0: else is going to happen now because I, of this. I do want to say, I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know. It, recruiting is like the dumbest thing in the world. Got Floyd's fork in here. I was like, I need to hear some updates on recruits soon. Recruiting recruiting's the dumbest thing in the world. And like this team just didn't need another thing for, you know, I'm trying to think of a, you know, a, a coach that they're constantly going up against like you need like Syracuse coaches, Virginia coaches saying, oh, well, you know, they had an extortion attempt, you know, yeah. like it's just it's not it, it's not the it, it's the last thing that they needed, you know. So I, is that really going to matter? I don't know. I think I, I think the relationships I think uh, I don't know how much this staff will be punished for the the you know, if if Khalil Fennel can make a relationship with a kid, I don't think I don't really think Dino Gaudio's dumb ass decisions is really going to have a huge impact on that. But it's definitely something that recruits are going to be told, you know, like it's 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 something that they're going to hear about. You know, we'll I mean, see sure, if it affects sure. things this summer. I don't know. You, you know, we, we have a whole deal like that
1: you're kind of talking about recruiting in an entirely different light. I think now um, with, with transfers and and it's just going to be approached a different way. Um, So I don't, I think the kids that they're going to be recruiting at a transfer level are already going to know about this stuff anyway. They're not going to have to be told about it. So if they're making contact with Louisville already, they've already accepted that, you know, this is going on and they're still interested. Um, As far as that high school level, that's a totally different situation, but I'm telling you, dude, I, I think the next even maybe a short term, maybe it's just one to two years. But I think there's going to be less of a priority put on a high school kid to begin with. Right. Uh, right. Because of everyone right. settling in into what's going on. And then there will be some type of adjustment and then things will kind of reset and then we'll see what happens. Um, but in the, you know, the nearest future, I don't even think it affects that too much. But I, could be I
0: right. hope you're right. I hope you're right. I, I, I lean to that direction. I just recruiting is just the dumbest thing. So it's just like I I don't I don't I don't like being super positive on recruits. I get excited when I get excited for recruits. I, you know, I don't want these, you know, the people end up not coming. You know, I'm not. So I'm just I'm just this, this
1: whole situation. And just dear God, like everything that's happened in the last. I don't even know how long it's been now, three or four years. I am just dying from someone from the outside to come in and just put a bow on the craziness of it all. Because I think that as fans and how close we are to things, we don't step back for a moment and just be like, this shit is fucking nuts, dude. Like the things that have happened to one university and the way they have happened and Louisville has been guilty as hell and some of it, but some of it, they've just been, you know, it's been bad luck, wrong place, wrong time. Like it's just another one of those reminders of how
0: nuts it is. It's like, you're right. Cause it's like, even in this situation, like four things had to happen for this to happen yeah. the way it did. Right. Like yeah. Dino has to come in, you know, well,
1: they had to miss the NCAA tournament. They had to like, miss like, the NCAA, NCAA, NCAA tournament.
0: They have to, <laughs> they have to miss the NCAA tournament. Um, Chris has to decide he's going to fire people, um, which he could have he could have not done, and and I don't know for sure, but my under I, I I have a feeling it might he might not have fired people if he had the opportunity, but and then Dino has to know that he's getting fired going in, which is another story, and then he has to bring up this the these 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 quote unquote violations. And then he has to go back and text about these violations to other people. Those people have to be in another state. You know, we don't know if an assistant was in Indiana, you know, yeah. doing something they could have been in when they would normally be in Louisville. And it's, it, it's, you're and it right. To be dude. It. Because
1: if it's not recorded and UofL doesn't have any evidence, they probably just pay the man. Like I would we don't need this but if we got yeah. you we got you like but if there's that part of it where it's just like we do not need this there that's that's the part where it is interesting to me because i do i really do think there's someone in that athletic department and it may have been chris mack that it was vindictive about the situation and was like no we're gonna fucking get you because i i guarantee you there was a discussion about like it makes sense to me i'm not i don't think we just uh, do we just offer this man some money because we've had enough negative headlines we just don't need to bother with this because that that was one of my first thoughts is like just why even like just throw some money at it and make it go away and i know it's easy for me to spend people's money um but
0: (laughs) like it's not your money
1: (laughs) Yeah, there is that part of it for me where it's just like, why even let this shit get out? Why even report it to the feds? Why even do any of this? But wild. There's there's someone that wanted that to happen, I think.
0: Yeah. Anybody, uh, if anybody has any takes on this when we wrap this up, this this uh, this part of it. um, I want to talk a little bit just because we got to do it. Just the the red and blue of it, because and just like the whole way it's, it, it kind of came out, um, in terms of, so I, you know, I, I, we hear about this in the morning. I think you, you know, was sort of around 10 o'clock, you know, 11 o'clock. I went on my lunch. I come, I, I texted a few people didn't hear back instantly. I get it back my lunch and get a few messages back and say, you know, yeah, here's what's happening. So about one, you know, 1 p.m. This is going, and then it starts to happen. The Louisville people starting to hint that they know something. Then you know you get our good buddy Matt Jones saying, "Oh, it's going to be a weird afternoon in Louisville." And then you know you start hearing you know national people, etc., etc., etc. And it was it just gets to be a situation where, I, and I think I can only speak for myself. And some I saw some people just like, stop everyone, just like acting like something big is going to happen and say what, you know. And when you're dealing with the feds, which was like I heard specifically the feds. I'm just like, I'm not going to get that wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to go out on a limb yeah, and, and say, a, hey, I'm hearing that this and this happened. And I, I get why everyone like, you know, wants, you know, they get annoyed and tired of, of having to deal with all of it and the Louisville part of it. And, and it ended up, I think Louisville fans, the difference between Louisville fans at two thirty and Louisville fans at five thirty is night and day. Like it, it, there's an annoyment. I don't know, but I, I it, it just gets to the point where it it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy and but like not in
1: <laughs> or no we just, I know what you're saying you get what I'm saying I, go I, ahead I, I, I know what you're saying there were there were like a shit ton of people that knew about this before Matt Jones even tweeted it out let me just say let's that.
0: let's say that and like, then let's all, like, like uh, not like a shit ton of people. And and then I saw so many people like people people I like on Twitter who are Kentucky fans like, oh, it's so great to see Matt Jones say one thing and piss everyone off and get all Louisville fans <laughs> upset. And like, dude, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. And, and I think the part of it that scared everybody was the NCAA violations part of it. And yeah. I had sort of I didn't I wasn't heard specifically, but I gathered the vibe of this wasn't going to be they weren't like big NCAA violations, but because no one knew for sure. I didn't you know, I wasn't I wasn't going to go out there and be like, oh, you know, he brought in CLA violations and they could be really they could be fine, but they could be really bad. Um, it's a
1: lot easier to be on the other side and to cryptically tweet about yes. something. And then you have it, which should which like, be fair.
0: I don't think we really did. I think you I think yeah. you did. And so you, you like just retweeted the, the that we are going live times. Like, hey, we're gonna have a lot to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there was that was that was really it. Like, yeah. when, when you're on the other side of the game, you can do that and you have a whole family. And when you go out of that, that, that president, you have like a whole like fan base waiting for, for the bad stuff to drop in it. Like that part doesn't really bother me. It bothers a lot of people, but to me, it's just like, it is what it is. Um, Matt's going to, Matt's going to do his thing. And like, if, if I'm on the other side, I'm, I'm having fun as hell with it. So they, they should be doing the same exact thing. I I do like find it very fascinating how online, um a certain sector of, of Kentucky fans are like all the time like it's amazing and it's a it shouts out like it's I'm I'm extremely online
0: thing, I'm extremely online so I can't I can't say anything about that
1: <laughs> no and I am too like but I'm just saying like there's there's 25 quote tweets right now to the Pat Forty article. All the tweets <laughs> end with BBN. I promise you.
0: Dude, I promise you my favorite thing I, I saw, my favorite thing I saw, I think you tweeted it out was the response to Kyle Tucker and was like currently waiting on my daughter in to arrive while my wife is in labor, like excitedly refreshing the Twitter feed. And I'm just like, my guy, please, no, <laughs> just... Like and just, just be bad. Like, don't so,
1: be with your wife.
0: <laughs> which your wife needs you. Right. Which, now. which listen, There's everyone, no you know if. If the Knicks, you know, my um, my wife is is eight months pregnant, and if she goes into labor during the Knicks game, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be refreshing my feet. I'm not I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here. You know, he he let he who who you know cast the first stone. with You know, glass houses, et cetera. Et I, et hope cetera. A, I
1: hope it's a game seven of the <laughs> conference final. That's what I hope.
0: Don't you dare do that to me. Um, but there was this great moment where not Joe specifically, but just there was a general. It's like wait. You know, like the the national people, are like this is kind of a nothing burger. Like the the story, the headline sounds a lot worse than what it is. The Same thing that happened with the video. It was the same exact <laughs> scenario. And it's like, like it reminded me of that meme of Hannibal Burris where he's like, why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like everyone's just like, yeah, this is not. <laughs> he, he, Matt Jones just being like, yeah, man. Uh he's like, if if there was an extortion cards with the feds, that's a real story. But I have a hey, I am sure you have a juicy writer transfer that'd be much more exciting. <laughs> like, dude, come on. <laughs> like, just <laughs> you, you're gonna get your clicks, buddy. Don't worry, Just <laughs> and 40s getting his clicks now. Shout out to forty. <laughs> cards get clicks. <laughs> #Hashtag cards get clicks. <laughs> Dino, Dino, we gotta we gotta make that we gotta make that go because that's a Knicks thing. People say Knicks get clicks when it's like cards, the Knicks cards get clicks. The Knicks are terrible. The Knicks, yeah. oh my god! And people click on it. So we got #Hashtag cards gets clicks. That's you heard it here. First is born all 20 of you in the chat. Hashtag cards, get clicks, tweet it out there, get it out there. <laughs> that's, that's us, baby. Do you know, Dino Gaudio delete his Twitter account, which that's breaking I, I news.
1: Was, I was, I was sad to see because he was one of the few local coaches that followed me on Twitter. So I, I, lost a, <laughs> I, I lost something really nice. I lost a nice jewel, um, which I was disappointed. Um, a lot of people were tweeting Lachlan McLean and asking me if he was okay, which was really funny. I, I, good good work! It on was that a good
0: everyone. day online. You know, I yeah. it wasn't. It it was uh it was a good online day. Shout out to everyone. Um, you know, I I I probably should have gotten a little more work done. This is my last week of work in my current job, so <laughs> I don't have a ton to do. But uh, you shouldn't have gotten more work done. <laughs> Anything else before we we, you know, we've been talking about this for like 30 minutes uh, before we talk about the dude Ross McBain's anything else. If anyone has any questions, oh, hit man.
1: us. Bobby Petrino just tweeted out a baby and I thought he had a kid, but it's <laughs> someone else's kid. I was about to lose my mind. Um, if it yeah, if anyone has anything on this, um, drop it in the chat. Um, we kind of blew it early on because we had some technical difficulties. We had a few people dropping some stuff in. Um but yeah we uh we just kind of wrote on this for 30 minutes.
0: So. no this was good this was good. Um let's talk about you want to talk about Ross? Yeah we can I'm gonna I'm gonna do look at this transition Chris about to hit this transition. I don't know if you're watching boom. Ross McBaines joins the Louisville offense. Look at that. Chris Mack He's done it. He's hired an offensive coordinator, and um, you know we've we've he's been rumored for a little bit. I think we had a little bit of time, um, but I want you know I, I think you've had some interesting points. You had a little bit of a thread that got got some buzz, and and sort of your your main statement you thought was interesting, just sort of how radically different this offense is going to be and what it's going to look like. So sort of give us the lowdown. give us the, um, you know, give us the background, give us what Louisville fans need to know and what you think.
1: Um, I think the biggest thing is that oh, Mac has no C Sat, Scott Satterfield doesn't. Yeah, that's probably true. It's probably
0: true. Um, I, I, you, I, y'all I, I know I have no I issue have it. dumping on Sat. So <laughs> don't you, it's, 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 I think the
1: biggest <laughs> thing is like that. If this is the direction that Chris Mack wants to move, he has to be like completely married to it there isn't going to be right. a situation where they're like, you cannot half step into this. And I heard him say a few times, like, you know, there's going to be wrinkles more so than it getting married to this system. And I'm not sure if those, if you watch the way they play, if those two things really kind of, agree with each other um everything that this dude wants to do is tempo base like they they chart it you know how many times they can get the ball below right. the free throw line within 17 seconds um there wasn't really a big emphasis on hitting the defensive glass it was more like you know we're going to send one guy to the rim get up the court they chart these things called bolts Um, And that's basically how many people can sprint directly up the court after an offensive (laughs) rebound or a defensive rebound. Like sometimes you'll hear coaches talk to, you know, we're going to have a trailer. We're going to have a big man here, uh, a guard here. They're not really worried about any of that. It's basically get your ass up the court. We're going to try to create, you know, outnumbered situations. And yeah, that's the biggest takeaway is everything is create mismatches, speed, 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 create mismatches. So, You know, I I don't think you can walk into the situation and be like, yeah, we're going to do a little of this, a little of that. But if it doesn't work, we're going to move away from it because I don't think like it's the the concepts of it are pretty simple. Right. But it's still not going to be a thing that you're going to immediately is going to look beautiful. And if it doesn't look great from day one, how much patience is Matt going to have? That's like the the intriguing conversation with me and someone, you know, I've heard a few people liking it to, you know, Kentucky football hiring Liam Cullen and Mark Stoops wanting to throw the football and things like that. And like they they there is a connection there. Um, so I don't it, think that's a, a
0: terrible I don't think that's a terrible comparison. No, I've heard that. I I, I I don't think it is. It's a it's a good conversation. But yeah,
1: um, pay I, space and basically create mismatches. To
0: that's me, the difference good. on that. And I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to talk about Kentucky football, but I how much of the success offensively the Rams had was based on this dude. Right. When, you know, his coach is one of the best offense, the head coach, one of the best offensive minds in, college, in, in football. When sure. obviously Ross McMains <clears throat> has been, you know, listed to be the architect of the offense. Um, you know, Jeff Van Gundy uh, saved Louisville basketball, you know, <laughs> like he's coming out. here suggesting stuff. I love that stamp of approval. Right. Um, I'm I'm very interested in this move. Just, you know, we've talked so much since the end of the season, how important this next season is going to be for Chris Mack. He's acting like it's going to be important with the hire of Ross McMains an outside the box guy, a guy who uh, has is is has a of, you know, maybe not the pedigree um, that a high level offensive mind has, but definitely has some of the experience and some of the, you know, some of the approval, you know, and a lot of different different kinds of experiences. I just love that that he's from out left field, that someone's got to go dig up like. Australian and New Zealand basketball games to see what his offense is like. It's fun to watch. It's not like you can go and see, Okay, this guy was an assistant coach at Rhode Island, so I can see what Rhode Island did against Providence and, you know, and get an idea of, of what he's like. I like that it's 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 something that you know, it, which is also a challenge. It's it, it might be hard to transfer. Like you said, it's going to it's going to take some time. And if it's not working right away, how is it going to go? Um, I think Louisville, you know, sort of as you outlined in your in, in your thread, I think Louisville's in a unique position with its bigs that they could potentially do some of these really fun interior passing. My Lord, haven't we talked about how much we want to bring back interior passing the Louisville offense? That was something that everyone talks about. Gorgie Zhang, interior offensive, Pericotino systems, bigs, yeah. passing, bigs, passing, bigs. And we just haven't had that in the three years that Chris Mack has been here. So I would love, love, love to see some of that implemented. And that's what I was seeing and picking up some of the v- videos I was seeing. It's, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, it's just, it's, it's interesting to me because you can kind of sell this any way you want to. You can say that, you know, Max doing all these moves because mm-hmm. he's desperate. He doesn't really know what's going on. But or you can say that, you know, he's in a very like pivotal pressure cooked season upcoming <laughs> this year. Yeah. So he's making these moves because of how much trust he has. You can sell it either way you want to. I just tend to lean on that, Mac believes in all the things that he's doing because the guy's been coaching for 12 years. Like he, he knows, <laughs> he's very understanding of what's going on here. He, he listened to the fans, he reacted. I can guarantee you that Louisville will be fun to watch next year, one way or another. Um, they will be, uh, they're, they're probably going to shoot 33s a game. Um, they're going to play relatively fast. It, Max said something about, you know, picking people up in the half court on defense. And I believe that when I see it, I, I think the dude's married <laughs> to his defensive style.
0: I, I, heard, all I that. heard that. And I like almost like jumped out the window. Cause oh, I yeah. just don't believe that I, for I, a second.
1: <laughs> I, I kind of rode my eyes when he said that. Um, but you know, I, I, I think that, there's a potential for the team to look radically different. Um, And that's just not something that happens in college sports very often. Um, You know, Jim Bayham isn't going to coming to one season and play man to man defense. Um, (laughs) John Calipari isn't going to go away from the dribble drive. Like there, there are guys who are married to the system. They're just not going to change. And, you know, I do applaud Mac for being open to, to some change.
0: Definitely. It's 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 definitely something I just we're not going to know until we see it. So but it's something that that gets me excited. And you pair that along with pictures, uh, you know, J.J. Trainer going to be ripped this summer, going <laughs> to gain some weight. Um, Shout out to, to Andy Sweeney asking the asking the J.J. Trainer questions. Um, I'm so happy to hear it. Oh, man, I, I'm not going to say I don't I, I don't I don't know if you had an impact on that, but, you know, this is it. this is JJ Trainer. You're the JJ Trainer leader of the, of the bandwagon. Um it's got it's 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 so interesting to me because I think it's just like a really interesting move. You just like you said, you just don't college basketball coaches are so rooted in their ways, man. They're just they're they're stuck in their mud and just to see a guy just be willing to do something really different. I mean, you just saw you just saw John Calipari go. You know, his answer to having his where season was. I'm going to go get a dude who like an old dude from my past. <laughs> and and Chris Mack's reaction was the opposite is I'm going to get rid of the old dude from my past. I'm going to bring in a 32 year old, a 32 year old kid. And like, listen, I tweeted it out and and I don't and, and people, you know, they had mixed responses. Uh, to to the age thing but i 100% like I love the fact that this Louisville basketball staff is incredibly young, that the average age of these dudes is like forty two. And that's really fun to me. And I I've I've always thought that Louisville should kind of key, you know, that that this next you know that Chris Mack needed to key in on that with, you know, Luke Murray being a younger coach. You know, I, I I thought that that's that's the kind of swagger that we needed, sort of the young, but also were the new and the old. Um, and I'm really excited. I'm really, I I think I'm not saying it's a home run by any means, but on paper to me, it's exactly the type of hire that I would want a coach to have after this last season. A hundred percent.
1: The only, the only coach I know of that kind of does like that hires an assistant coach or, you know, whatever to be in charge of the offense and the defense that I could find was matt painter kind of does the same thing he has a guy that is going to run the offense mm-hmm. and it's going to be co-produced i think that was the word that mac used um co-produced, <laughs> co-produced. Offense. yep and you know even as a guy that's kind of in charge of the defense concepts he kind of just sees it over that's like the only other comparison i could find so you know yeah it's extremely unique and um, rare and yeah I, I just keep coming back to Max making all these changes and what is like the most pivotal, pivotal <laughs> season. Like let, let, let's, let's be clear. Like to me, for better or worse, regardless of how the season goes, I don't, I don't think Max still really on the hot seat because of the way that the, the, the shape that the university is in, um, in the basketball program and the things that are going on. But Depending on how the season goes, things can be really uncomfortable. Right, you know it can it, it can go it can go pretty bad, and I, I, I do think that like especially over the last few weeks, um, you know people are still pretty lukewarm on Mac. I think that's the best way to put it. And I, you know, I, I think that the, the first like three weeks, first month of the basketball season, if it starts off kind of rocky, it's gonna be really, really intriguing for me if Max just like, you know, I'm just gonna roll with this dude until the end, or we're going right. back to my way. Like we're gonna go back to the way I wanted to run offense, and you're just gonna be a dude on the staff.
0: Let's I, I'm pulling at the 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 Mike Rutherford Tweet he had this morning of the poll, just because you started talking about people lukewarm. Uh, There's been it's a 24 hour poll started this morning. Two thousand seven hundred and forty six votes. He asked after three seasons, which of these best describes your feelings about Chris Mack? And I'll I'll go through them from from lowest to the percentage wise. Only five point four percent of people who answered said very happy. Thirteen percent said very disappointed. 28.8% Twenty-eight point eight percent said slightly happy. I voted slightly happy, and then fifty-two point eight percent said slightly disappointed. Lukewarm. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you make of that? I mean, I guess it just validates sort of what we're, we're saying. I don't know. No, it's a, it's about what I expected. Um,
1: it is. Weird. Some of the some of the people that have been very very loud on on Mac have just really started to annoy me lately um because like there's just no like conceptual conversation like if you want to if you want to have a conversation about mac and you want to say you know shouldn't make that we shouldn't miss the tournament um this is a little basketball I'm, I'm great i agree with you but at the same token if you want me to say you know he made all these changes that's what you wanted he saw was unacceptable and that's still not okay for you You can't sit here and say, you know, I'm willing to wait and see what happens. I don't have time for you. To me, that says that you just don't like the dude. And that's fine. If you don't like the dude, just say you don't like the dude. I think there are plenty of people out there that just don't like Chris Mack as a person. I, I think that's a real thing. And that, you know, that annoys me that people are trying to hide behind some type of bell because he's done everything you wanted to do. He saw that the season was unacceptable. He went out and got guys, went out and got a bunch of shooters. He revamped his staff completely. Yep. So now you should be able to reasonably say, let's see what happens. And if you can't say that, then I'm probably not going to buy into your conversation. (laughs) It's just the way I feel. Um, Man, this this forty article is really making the rounds. I, I knew it would because the I've got to dig into it and actually read it. Because Car,
0: cards get should we just read it live on air? No, I'm just not, not going to do that. <laughs> no, Car- it's
1: just just so so. I'm going to tweet it. Cards get clicks.
0: I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> I'm tweeting it right now.
1: <laughs> so often
0: the revolution has begun.
1: The, uh, the actually content in the article doesn't really match up to the headline, so. That could be the case here, too. Yeah.
0: That, that, yeah. I mean, it does. I don't know, man. That's it seems pretty. It's, it seems pretty hardcore. <laughs>
1: there's, <laughs> a, the, there's a line in here
0: about Bobby Petrino. He's
1: hitting all the high notes. <laughs>
0: I, here's here's my I haven't read the article, uh, but
1: I. And then fractions. Hold on. When the infractions pile up higher than the twin spires at Churchill Downs.
0: In his bag. He was in his bag for this one. This this is this is this is, this is purely a, a clicks play. But if you want to take these arguments with any sort of literalness or normality, um, holding holding Chris Mack like holding it against Chris Mack that he trusted his friend of 30 years, his father figure in coaching for th- of 30 years. Uh, if you want to hold it against him, he trusted that person. That's on you. How, how, like, how, like, how is that on him? You know, if Pratt 40 I'm sure has friends who he's been friends with for 30 years and, you know, I don't think you would fault him for trusting those people. So why would you fault Chris Mack for doing the same? And why would you hold Chris Mack against things that he had no part in with Bobby Petrino and, and Rick Petino? Why would you hold that against Chris Mack in this program right now? Which, again, is doesn't Pat, have any of the same people.
1: Is Chad 40 going against. like I don't. I I don't even want to go down this road because I hate well, we're just doing just it. being this guy. We're doing I just it. Hate, hate, I hate being this guy. Like, yes, I, I'm aware of all the issues that are going on in the Louisville basketball program. But is Pat Forty going to write anything about Zion? <laughs> like, or is anyone, anyone going to write anything about Jason Mason? Riley? Is. Any,
0: <laughs> Jason Riley. Is.
1: He, he may be the only one. Jason Riley is, is saving everything because I mean, uh, my Lord, that's which it doesn't
0: even, matter to me. It doesn't matter to me, but it's
1: like it doesn't matter to me either. Like if, if dudes are getting paid, they're getting paid, whatever. I don't give a shit. But like the the context of everything else is just like, God damn.
0: I think what's frustrating about it is just that Louisville was made. They were made the front page of that of of that investigation. And they're not. And it's not about that. And like, I'm not trying to, you know, like, every, like, just just get name and image and licensing done. Like, just everyone's doing it, dude. Everyone is freaking doing it. So what is the what is the issue? I, I it's just that's that's what's just uh, we'll see what happens man we'll see what happens with these with with these uh Iida or whatever their name is the Iida is 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 actually an interior design firm um so it's, it's not the I, I think it's aARP right <laughs> oh that's the that's the association of retired people <laughs> what IARP that's what it is yeah, uh, you, we met it met it in the middle third time's a charm um because well, any anything else. Before we we run this puppy home, any any other any other odds and ends you've got? Any? um,
1: Will will Tim Sullivan go to Dino's house?
0: I I I I would put the. I'm legitimately asking you this question. Dino, I mean, Dino can't talk, right? He can't talk because there's an ongoing investigation, right? Because he's been charged.
1: He can he can say whatever he wants. He should. His his, his lawyer is going to tell him. His lawyer is going to tell him not to. But he can do whatever he wants.
0: But I would say the odds of Tim Sullivan getting the first interview give me like plus one forty on that. Okay. Like I, I I think he's the faith
1: We have yet to ever get an interview with Andre McGee, which to me is still (laughs) like shocking. I've I've brought that up so many times.
0: I feel like Andre Andre McGee is like he's like in canada right now like he's just never gonna be found again like my man my man he has a go bag and like a a, a like a 1999 like chrysler plymouth van picked him up on the corner of of some street in kansas city and he's never been seen again like he's gone
1: he'll match with like a media member from a random town on on tinder or something and then it'll get tweeted out, and that'll be like how he comes about again. Like his his whereabouts will be will be known again. Um, the only other thing I got is the Los Angeles Lakers are still the favorite to win the NBA, <laughs> NBA championship. Let me let me just tell you. Let me All tell you. Right, so right we gotta now. do we
0: gotta do we gotta do if it, a little bit of NBA. Okay, that's fine. That's understandable. I
1: I, I just want to say that like the dudes are getting healthy right now. They're the best defensive team in the NBA still, and they still have the best one-two tandem in the NBA. And that's really all you need to get a ring, brother. So um, I'm ready. I, I was a little worried uh, initially about Golden State and, and Steph Curry, but then I, I saw in the last few weeks, and I'm not,
0: I'm not concerned anymore. I, I, think, I think they can beat the Suns. I think the Jazz is going to be a long a series. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't mean, care. maybe the Jazz The jazz will probably choke. I, I don't know why I'm trusting. I, I, don't, think I, I, don't, I know don't know why I'm trusting Rudy seriously. Gobert. I know why I'm trusting Rudy Gobert. Uh, my New York Knicks are going to win in, in five games. Now they're they, probably going to lose. They have? they have the Hawks. Atlanta. They have the yeah. Hawks. But, Chris, they've got home court advantage. 16,000 people in the garden is what they're shooting for. Uh, yeah. Vaccinated folks. And it is going to be... Loud. No, it it's is going bananas. to be loud. You said you were saying you looked at like the cheapest tickets are nine hundred dollars. The nosebleeds, nine eighty nine, dude. A thousand dollars for nosebleeds. Yeah, I got tickets to a Yan- Yankees
1: game and they have vaccinated sections. Um, the vaccinated so sections are
0: like it. terrible. Did you see that?
1: In the Yankees, no, they're like in the, in the really
0: playoffs? not good seats. Like there's the there's there's ones at all the levels, but they're but like, I'm, I'm I'm surprised that any there's no vaccinated sections like within the baselines. No on the on uh, the bottom yeah, floor yeah. which is a like, f- wild to me if you ask
1: me i guess i guess cuomo doesn't want people to be vaccinated i don't know no no no, no. It's, <laughs> it's,
0: it's the yankees it's the way they they organize the thing i don't know it's weird because yeah. the the knicks sections are, are not they said that the vaccinated people are going to have better seats for the knicks games which is yeah. wild
1: um chris Stan and ad absolutely dude It's that time of year um I. Liz, I, got, is,
0: I wouldn't mind if 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 AD has a real good postseason. I've got, I've got my uh my AD Top Shot that I've been saving for the playoffs. <laughs> I've been wanting, you know, I've been wanting to really increase in value, and it's it's only decreased because people stopped doing Top Shot, and I lost about like a hundred and something <laughs> dollars on it, um, <laughs> and just in value. I, I it was yeah, it is what it is Yeah. And I made my money back, but <clears throat> all right. Anything else before we shut no, this off? Um, I I think an hour we went, we went about an hour. This is good. I appreciate everyone showing up. At one point we had like 22 people, 25 people. It was good. Um, I, you know, I did want to know we recently hit over 10,000 listens, just, just the, I I just last episode, we hit 10,000 listens. So appreciate everyone for listening to the podcast. Um, everyone's support's been great. You know, it's actually kind of, we're kind of, you know, I think just tournament time and stuff we have we've definitely had an increase in listens and things and i appreciate that and uh thanks to everyone and we look forward to to doing this for longer and and having more fun along with you so chris thanks as always uh we will be in touch and thanks everyone for listening and uh you guys have a good one take care